Sports Radio Podcast, whatever, I'm dropping stuff. I'm far away. I'm back. <laughs> Happy Easter, everybody, by the way. I ain't going to lie to you with all the stuff that's going on and, you know, Rona, as Tracy Morgan calls it. Um, I've, Easter snuck up on me, man. You know, happy Easter, you know, for those of you <clears throat> that took the time to listen to the show today. And um, I much appreciate it. My name is Brent Reed, the host of this said show, Mr. Um, 
sports critic, if you will, the sports critic, if you will. And uh, we appreciate it. A lot of uh, kicking out number podcasts, man. Nothing but podcasts. Finding out how much relaxing it is to talk into the can versus talking to the camera. Camera. You gotta worry about what you're wearing. <laughs> you gotta worry about how you look. Is the camera set right? I've shot so many different YouTube episodes where the camera was just all off. My head was cut off. It was just wild. So, I, uh, yeah, I keep coming to the podcast because it's a little more fun. Um, <clears throat> sports driven show today. All, all day it's a sports driven show. I just want to go on record and say I saw Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns excellent shooter um, won the ESPN 2K tournament. He's trash. I want in. Devin Booker, I hope you hear this. I don't care which, what I got to do to make sure Devin Booker hears this. If you listen and you're a friend of Devin Booker's or his third cousin, let him know I want in. I want Adam. Put up a grand. Let's go. Nah, don't put up a grand because he can afford it. I say Devin. If I beat you, you give me five G's. If you beat me, I'll wear your jersey every day for the next year. Even when I gotta go to work, I wear the uniform. I wear your jersey every day for a year. That that there you go. <laughs> I'm still finding crazy cats don't play with their own teammate. Like they don't play with their own team. Like it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. It really is. Any case, more craziness that's happening. In the world of sports today, and before I go on, I must apologize. Today, uh, the music there's two song, two mashups from uh, up and coming DJ out of Farmville, Virginia. A young man, I have the, I had the privilege of coaching uh, one of the best um, young men you can ask for as from a from a coach's or just from a person standpoint. The kid's just got love in his heart. Silly. As hell, loves to have love to have fun. I mean, not a moment went by he didn't want to have fun. Every game we went to, he was the DJ on every road trip. He made sure the music was going, and even before he went up to varsity, the varsity guys like, "Yo, we need you to play." And that's uh, DJ High Ed. Um, he's go check out his SoundCloud. I'm gonna tell you over again and again, but um, yeah, appreciate shout out, big shout out to him, especially for uh, donating two songs today, two mashups he's done. Um, here uh, that I that I put on the um, that I played this morning. Um, baseball, my favorite sport of all time, is the thinking. When they decide to come back, instead of just coming back and shortening the season and, um, you know, just going as business as usual, are deciding that potentially that they want to um, get rid of the American League and the National League, go by the format that they use the spring training, have the DH everywhere, and just do that. Oh, and then somehow, some way, play all the games in Arizona. I don't know. I, you know, I don't pretend to, to know anything. You know, I, all I do is just guess and try to use what, you know, God-given common sense was given to me. And it seems like these guys don't want to use that. They don't... You know, it's not something that they they try to rethink the wheel. Now, for the last 
since the DH has come into play, they've been trying to find a way to get rid, you know, either get rid of the DH or put it in both leagues. It's stupid because they don't even respect the DH because they don't call it a position. They, you know, it's uh, it took Edgar Martinez to the last day of his ballot to get put in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best hitters of all time, and. I think they had to put him in because when David Ortiz's name comes up, like, are you going to leave David Ortiz out the Hall of Fame? No. I mean, as much as I hate David Ortiz as a Red Sox, as a human being, as a ball player, he was fantastic. But I like, let's get back to the topic at hand, and that's, you don't need to change anything. Stop. Baseball needs to stop trying to find. It, it's not because it's a National League and an American League is why people, kids don't want to watch the game. It's not because, you know what I'm saying? That, that has zero to do with the fact that baseball's demographic is World War II veterans and, and Civil War vets. They need to come up with new ways to make the game exciting. And I've said this time and time again, they need to embrace more of a younger feel. They need to, you know, bat flips and um, the handshakes need to be more um, out there versus every time a guy does a handshake, it's in a dugout. You know what I'm saying? Because they're afraid to do it on the field because some guy, his feelings are going to get hurt. It's not fear. He got a home run off me and, and, and then he taunted me. And then grow up. You know what I'm saying? You're a paid athlete. You know what I mean? Like, bro, if if you threw the pitch and he put it in the cheap seats, tip your cap. You know what I'm saying? Stop being a little girl. I mean, sorry. I know I can't say that. You know what? Forget it. Stop being a little girl. Stop crying about it. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, enough's enough. Enough's enough with the 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 the, the crying. And then the the sad part is, it's the the people who do the most complaining. Are not even the great players. They some bum, not bums, but they some guy that may be in the league for like three years. You know what I'm saying? And guess what? Brian McCann don't play no more. So nobody has to worry about big bad Brian McCann standing up there with his shield talking about how dare you disrespect the game. Bro, if anybody's a student of the game, Willie Mays on purpose used to knock his hat off while he ran the bases or when he went to go get a ball because it made fans go, wow, he's really fast. He wasn't really going that fast. He just knocked his hat off his head to make it look like that. Like, personalities drive sports, drive entertainment. Baseball has forgotten that at the end of the day, it's entertainment as well as the sport. It may be, as long as it's on TV, it may be entertainment first. In baseball, the, the whether it's the players, and this crap starts at a lower level. When I was coaching baseball, I had to listen to the to the, the good old boy handshake rule crap. You know, don't um, don't show this one up. My guys would get base hits, or you know, I would have young guys who never can make contact, and they would get a hit, and I wanted them to be happy and celebrate. I don't care what the other person thought; it was his job to get him out. You didn't get him out. Tough crap. When I used to coach basketball, I wanted my guys to to showboat. I wanted them popping their, their jerseys, and if if we could have won more games, I would have had my guys come out with a with a with a with a with a with a, a flare gun or something. <laughs> like I just I just feel like you take the fun. Fans can see when people aren't having fun, and so many baseball players today. And I'm gonna get back to this crap about the the league thing, but so many baseball players today have turned baseball into like. 
some job nobody wants to be a part of. They just make it so so stiff. And I've, I watch a lot of games, and the games do look. You can tell when it's stiff. Now it's one thing you go out there and you want to be serious. You go on the hill and you got to you know you got you got the Andy Pettit face on. That's one thing. For the pitcher, the pitcher probably should be serious because if he slips up, he's going to get cracked in the face. For the other eight players, guess what? They should be able to do whatever they want outside of like tearing your pants off and shaking in front of the other team. Guy hits a home run. He wants to flip the. If he wants to take the bat and put some fireworks on it and throw it in the stands, let him. Let him. If you want the best part of revenge is beating that other team, because I can promise you the team. If you want revenge, beat them. You hitting them with the ball or girling and crying. There's no fear, you know. He's showing me up. Like stop, stop. I don't even know where they got this foolishness from. Ken Griffey Jr. had the most sarcastic, most a hole batting stance in the history of the game, and when he hit a home run, he slow stroked you to first base. And everybody to this day would wish they could hit like Ken Griffey Jr. They all wish they could hit like Ricky Henderson would on purpose take the biggest lead off first base. Most people take a couple steps here and there. Ricky Henderson would take large strides and dare you to throw the ball his way. And it'd be exciting. Oh, my God. What's what's Ricky going to do? And that's the other thing. The game has lost its excitement. It's a home run or strike out. Nobody wants to hell see you just strike out all the damn time. Go back to the routine of the regular defense. Enough of this shifting crap. The regular defense. Guys putting the ball in play. And if you put the ball in play, the defense has to make plays. The offense has to have strategies outside of just swing and get the, the launch velocity. The game would be more exciting. Why is basketball exciting? Because basketball stuck to its fundamentals: dunking, shooting, crossover, <laughs> defense. Dunking, shooting, crossover, defense. Trash talk. Dunking, shooting, crossing over, defense. Trash talk. Music. Dunking, shoot. I'm not going through that. But like, like that's just what you know. It, you're not going to be football. Football is the WWE. No matter they're Teflon. No matter what they do, people are gonna watch. It's it's here. They the storylines is there. It's one week. People wait for that week. You know, wait for that Sunday or Monday or Thursday or Saturday to watch their one game, and then they're done. They get drunk, pass out. Game's over. Baseball's 162 games. It's a game every day. Yes, it's hard to make it sexy every day, but you can find ways to make it sexy either every other day, every now and then. Baseball, I think, needs to adopt more minor league rule. You know, minor league stuff. Have these, 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 these events at your. You know, make the game an event. You know, the first twelve thousand people at the stadium that tweets, "I love the Yankees," all gets free Nike sneakers. Something. You know, that's probably outrageous. But you know, you have to do something to get people involved. You know. Um, they, a lot of baseball teams do concerts after the game. I say do the concert before the damn game. You know what I'm saying? Do a mini 30-minute concert before the game. Of uh, It could be anybody. Do local act, anybody. But it'll draw people to the damn stadium. Oh, my God. Who's playing there? Oh, my parents went to a Mets game just because 50 Cent played after. They sat through the whole Mets game <laughs> and waited for 50 Cent. And I'm pretty sure... It was pretty cool, and if you because if you tell the attendants, hey, you show up, you get a concert 
But people are like that. And I may be, I think doing it before may be kind of dumb because then you get some people that may leave. But little stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, we don't need – do the commercials during the game. Baseball doesn't, baseball doesn't need to go away. Soccer does it the best as far as your commercials. The, uh, the, 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 the match starts. Commercials are on the bottom of the screen. That's it. How many times do I need to watch a, a, a commercial about – Peyton Manning selling insurance. I don't. When the seven in the stretch comes, you can show as many commercials as you want during the seven in the stretch. But I'm telling you, it will speed the game up. People will stay more tuned in. And if you do stuff, you show the stuff that goes on in between the innings, the little um, sideshow, uh, answer this trivia question, uh, what kid, what little fat kid can run around the stadium fast enough? People will be kind of tuned in. It's a start to something. Don't change the leagues. Don't get rid of the DH. It makes it cool having a National League and an American League. I'm sick and tired of hearing these people say, it's just dumb at this point. It's not dumb. It's tradition. Some traditions need to stay. Yes, the game needs to get better, but adding a DH is not going to make the game faster. It's going to make the game slower. It's one more guy that has to hit, that can hit. The pitcher hitting is a guaranteed out some cases, unless it's Max Scherzer or Steven Strasburg or um, uh, Madison Bumgarner. Those guys can hit, but for the most part, most of them don't. (laughs) So, uh, baseball, if you hear me, please call me. You can write me, (laughs) and I will be more than glad to give you my phone number and give you my forte. I'm a young man who still watches baseball. I know everybody thinks the baseball demographic is white guys over 50. I am a young, well, almost young uh, African-American black man, Negro, if you will, that still watches the game. Call me. If you look at the the top executives in baseball who make all the decisions, they're old white guys or old black guys. They need younger guys. You need some guys. You got to get younger. The young guys just can't be in the front office. Just because you got a young guy in the front office don't make him smart. You need some younger guys running the league. Go get them, and they don't all have to. And it would be smart to go get some baseball guys. Stop getting all these guys because they graduated from Harvard. The hell they know about baseball? They read it in the book. You need people that watch. Business, I'm going on too long enough. But in the old days, the reason why we got progress in America, because you had thinkers, you had doers, you had triers. You know what I'm saying? You had people, they didn't graduate college because they were, they were, they, they, they couldn't be tied in a box. They couldn't be... Um, you know, they, they couldn't be told to do it one way. They had to do it their way. And they knew doing it their way was the right way. The problem is we keep going to get people who have to be told how to do it. And they don't know how to do it any other way but being told. Or if it's not in a book, I don't know how to function. You need people that can, you know what, let's try this. Let's just try this. Let's just throw it on the wall and see what happens. Nope, that don't work. We'll go away from it. That's what, that's, that's what we need more of, and baseball needs that. Trust me. Uh, today, <clears throat> more music on the show today. Uh, this is If you listen on Apple Podcasts, become a friend. Uh, subscribe and leave a comment on the bottom. If you listen on SoundCloud, hit the like button and just leave, drop me an inbox. If you listen on Google Play, same thing. You know, <clears throat> I haven't listened to the show once on Google Play. I'm going to get up, 
during this next song. I'm gonna let this normally I cut the songs in half, but I'm let the whole song play. So I'm gonna make me a cup of tea before I lose my voice. Um, little <clears throat> today, little action Bronson, Buster Rhymes, and again, uh, Hi Ed, who donated two uh, mixes today. Uh, up and coming young DJ. So proud of that kid. So um, we'll be back with more of the show. This is Downrate Sports, the radio podcast. I forgot the name of my own show. That's sad. <laughs>
Uh, what is going on? MLB Show Players League set. Huh. Are they doing a baseball league with real pros? I would like to have signed up for that. I'm telling you, they need to let real, they need to let the fans in play against the pros. That'd be pretty dope. And then we can show what's up. Um, ESPN on the 19th, not promoting ESPN, but they're doing a Jordan documentary. It looks pretty dope, and I can't wait to see it. It's like a seven-part series. I think it was supposed to start in June, but I think they had to um, push the date up a little bit so they can have some entertainment because ESPN's probably like, we can't keep showing like old WrestleMania. It's like, this is getting crazy. Hold on. Ah, a little hot tea for the throat. But speaking of basketball, um, the NBA, like most sports, are – Trying to figure out when is it cool for them to come back. And I came up with an idea what they could do. And this is where we now, like, um, like in Mr. Rogers or Pee Wee's Playhouse, we're going to go to the land of make-believe, if you will. Um, I think it's the first show I've recorded without my hoodie on. I'm a little chilly. But <laughs> we're going to go to the land of make-believe. And I decided, hey, this is what we're going to do. We find a gym, or maybe two gyms. I thought, and I try to look at, I try to be appropriate. I try to look at places where um, Corona is not as um, doesn't have as big an outbreak, and it's more you know the people had it versus you know it's not like New York or California. I didn't pick that, so I thought let's do it a little historical. Let's do it. And we can give back to the, because you can't have fans anyway, but we can make it kind of cool, right? So you pick North Carolina, you put everybody up in a hotel, there should be enough hotels to fit most of the NBA players, and you don't need the whole staff. I think I said on my last show, just have the essential staff. Got the doctor, you got the towel guy, that's it. The towel guy can also get the ball, the towel guy can also get the water, that's it. You don't need... um, 25 different people you just don't it doesn't make any sense you keep it as limited as possible right you hold this nba style march madness tournament at unc duke and wake forest and north carolina state because all of them are within like nine miles of each other some crap like that like they're real close so you can put everybody on the bus and they can And you shake the league up. Just shake it up, right? So what I decided is, because the playoffs take 16, you keep the same 16. I thought about doing all 32, but that's too many people you got to put up in hotels and stuff, right? So you do the 16, and you mix the West Coast and the East Coast, because we want to speed this up. We don't need, you know, let's just speed this up. So you take the top eight teams that would be, With the best records, that would be Milwaukee, L.A., the Raptors, the Clippers, the Celtics, the Nuggets, and the Jazz and the Heat. Put them in one conference. I know you're like, wow, why would you put all the best teams in one conference? Because I want to see it. And then in the other conference, you take the bottom part of the teams. And all these teams have winning records by you. And if the playoffs started today, all these teams would be in the playoffs. But it would be the Thunder, the Rockets, the Mavericks, the Pacers, the 76ers, the Grizzlies, the Nets, and the Magic. Now... You think I'm crazy, and in the finals, you're probably going to get some blowout or something like that. But 
in the beginning, we're going to have some of the greatest basketball you've ever seen. Because you do the first round would be one and done. Second round would be best two out of three. Third round, best uh, best of five. Uh, so if you win the first three, you're done. Whoever wins three out of five. And then the last one would be seven games. Number one, it would speed up the seat. You know, you wouldn't have this elongated four week, four week, excuse me, seven week uh, postseason. It would be quick. And that first round, one and done, listen to what the first round would be. Milwaukee versus the Heat, the Lakers versus the Jazz, the Raptors versus the Nuggets, Clippers versus the Nets. On the other side, Thunder and Magic, Rockets and Nets, Mavericks and Grizzlies, Pacers and 76ers. I can tell you right now, Lakers and Jazz, Raptors and Nuggets, Celtics and Clippers, and Thunder and Magic and Pacers and 76ers. Who would not want that in a one-game playoff winner-take-all? Got to go to the next round. Let's just break this down. Lakers and Jazz. The Jazz, oh, my God. Can you imagine? LeBron ain't never had that kind of pressure on him, right? Anthony Davis, you got uh, Rudy Gobert and Devin Mitchell and the Jazz. Those guys is always shaking things up. And you put them in a one game, and the Lakers gotta win. Oh, you kind of want fans in that atmosphere, but you won't have them, unfortunately. But they're playing, you know, the the Group A or the the, the winning the team. You know, they get play at Duke or UNC. God Almighty, can you just imagine them on the parquet on those courts just talking trash? Or you get the Raptors and the Nuggets. Dad, kids, is because the idea I'm coming up with here is. You're not. You're never going to see certain teams make the NBA Finals, but this is the closest way you may see a Raptors Nuggets playoff championship style game, or a Clippers Celtics playoff championship game. And that there, the Clippers Celtics, that's Doc Rivers Boston. Boom. You know what I'm saying? You got the storylines there, and then not to mention on the other side of the bracket, you have teams that would get either squashed by its upper team because what we're taking away. Is that one versus eight that's a guaranteed win? Or two versus seven that's a guaranteed win? And we going we we would get in the NBA finals some new meat potentially. In the bracket, the I'm not gonna call it the loser bracket, I'm gonna call it the the lesser bracket. The Thunder, the Grizzlies have never been the, the Thunder and the Gri- Memphis have never been to the playoffs. I mean never been to the finals. The Magic the Nets, the Grizzlies, Pacers haven't won an NBA final. There's a potential that we can have a new first-time NBA champion and we get some new matchups. Now, if the Nets made it, the Nets are going to get slaughtered, <coughs> whoever they face. But the Rockets, now, if you're looking for the Rockets to go to the finals, this is going to be the easiest way. If you're looking for the 76ers to go to the finals, this may be the easiest way. And the craziest thing is, the the, the 76ers are a lower seed. They're not even a high seed. That's the crazy part. The Pacers, same thing. If you think the Pacers are going to go to the finals in the current standings, get out of here. This could be their road. Heck, for the the best team on paper in this whole lower seed bracket is the 76ers. And they're a lower seed, and they they may never make it, but on paper, they got the best team. 
that's why I thought it would be more exciting to split it up, do like the WNBA, the top best records. You do it that way, and then in the, you know what I'm saying, and you, like in the championship round on the higher seed bracket, you may get Bucks Lakers, Bucks um, Clippers, Bucks Celtics, Bucks Raptors, Nuggets. You could get any of those teams is can win a championship in that bracket. But wouldn't it be pretty cool if out of nowhere um, a a a a, Maver- a young Mavericks team just takes it all? Because in a type of tournament like that, you would think a younger team is they're more. That type of tournament could be good for a real young team or could be good for a veteran team because one and done vets no vets can turn it on in one game. But in a young man's game, a young man can be he's got the energy just to just roll, kid. I like that idea. I think you all should like it too. I don't give a damn what y'all say. <laughs> I don't care. Plus, we don't have any sports, so all you can do is come up with stuff now. Next week, I'm gonna end up playing general manager and just doing trades. Just sit here and go, I'm gonna trade this one for that one. <laughs> I'm gonna do that too. Anyway, um, we're gonna throw some Busta Rhymes on. Uh, we're gonna come back and then what are we gonna talk about? Uh, we're gonna keep it talking about basketball. Uh, another uh, what if dream sequence. Um, I changed the last segment. I was gonna do something completely different, but I want to put that one in the vault and do some more practice with it. But we come back a little Busta Rhymes, and this is Downray Sports, and I'm enjoying my tea. Security and pull my niggas off of you. Why try stopping? See, we prime time coming through. Shut it down, disrespectful bitch. That's what we love to do. Check the method, how I shred it. That ain't nothing new. Hectic like the tunnel. Stop the party. Walking in the door, the DJ just made an announcement. King in the building with me screaming, shouting. Remy bottles in her hand, standing on the couch. It me, I don't smoke, but my niggas blowing out. Since it's hiding here, she's sweating. See her nipples through her blouse. Hey, how can what? How not be the hottest shit? I'm killing parties, body shit. Hey, wait a minute, stop the switch. Wait, wait, wait. Cause <laughs> oh, shucks, man. Oh, oh. When the last time you heard somebody say, ah, oh, shucks, man? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, what we about to do here? Kill kill. Where you at, Playboy? I said, wait, stop the party. I don't wanna hurt nobody. All right, I don't wanna hurt nobody. Is it me or all switch beats like after a period of time just all sound the same? Or like every year he tries to just like I'm gonna make the same song. With a different verse and nobody you know, <laughs> like nobody will pay attention to know. It's kind of crazy. Hey, um, I got an ESPN real quick. On this date in 2013, Kobe tore his uh, Achilles and made two free throws. I can respect that. 
I did the same thing, except I didn't shoot free throws. I cried and limped off the court. <laughs> Crazy thing is, this is a year before I think, or two years before um, Golden State went on their run because Mark Jackson still the head coach of that team. You know, crazy. Crazy. Uh, what else happened? Tiger Woods paid, played through the oh, play, other players who paid through the pain. Uh, Tiger, I watched that U.S. Open actually. Yeah. Um, I don't care about the rest of this. Anyway, so this segment's going to be kind of quick as we wrap the show up. And I was sitting, trying to come up with things to talk about on today's show. And I had a couple different ideas and I threw a lot of them away. But the biggest. The one that kept coming back to the old brain was the NBA final we never got. And whether that was because one or the other let us down, but we never got LeBron versus Kobe in the NBA finals. In fact, if you kind of think about it, out of that LeBron draft class, because that LeBron draft class was stunning, you know, it was stacked with a lot of future Hall of Famers, whether it's LeBron, Carmelo, D. Wade, Chris Bosh, I'm sure I'm leaving somebody out, um, Dirk Milicek. <laughs> we never, and sad part is that's the only person, out of that draft class, the only person Kobe faced in the finals was Dirk Milicek, and he sat the bench. But Kobe never faced Carmelo. Kobe never faced uh, Wade. He never faced LeBron in the NBA Finals. And I took a look. The closest years we could have had that was 2008. The Lakers went to the finals, but LeBron and the Cavaliers lost to Boston. And then the next year, the Lakers go to the finals and they face Orlando because Orlando beat the Cavaliers. It seemed like the years the Lakers knew that they could get there. LeBron, unfortunately, couldn't get past either himself or certain teams. The funny thing about that, before, if I'm not mistaken, before um, that happened, LeBron took the Cavaliers to the finals. I thought he went in on nine. I'm going to have to look that up. But in any case, we just kept missing them. And it, I don't know whose fault it is. I don't know if it's LeBron's fault. You know, it's kind of hard to blame him because he didn't have anybody. But you now, with that being said, if the the teams the way they were set up, if Kobe's Lakers went and faced those Cavalier teams, they would have beat them by. They would have blew them out. They'd been four game sweeps, easy. <laughs> but we just never got the matchup of the heir apparent to Jordan. The thing is. Baseball has never had to worry about comparing anybody to Babe Ruth because there hasn't been anybody like Babe Ruth. You, you know, even with Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, you know, were at their heights, they still wasn't the Babe. You know, and then Barry Bonds athletically might have been, but due to the steroid scandal and his lack of communication with with the the press, it's still nobody has been compared to. Um, Babe Ruth. Football's never really had that one. Uh, uh, Jim Brown, and nobody feels like there's been a player since Jim Brown that's been like Jim Brown. I may have to take a little more time, and I think I can find some players that either have come close, O.J. Simpson, <laughs> if you will, um, um, Emmett Smith, 
Barry Sanders. Like, they have been, you know what I mean? I think I can make the argument there have been better players or close. But in the as far as the NBA goes, Jordan has been it. You haven't, uh, since Bill Russell, there hasn't been a guy that just dominates the finals. Kobe tried, but he couldn't. And LeBron, we all know the track record there. But we still never, like, when great players in other eras, <clears throat> they faced each other. You got... Bill versus Wilt. You got Kareem versus um, somebody. <laughs> you got Magic and Bird. You got Magic versus Dr. J. You got Dr. You got um, uh, Isaiah Thomas versus Magic. You, you know, you had Jordan versus Jordan faced a lot of Hall of Famers. Jordan faced uh, Magic. Jordan faced uh, uh, Clyde Drexler. Jordan faced. Um, Charles Barkley, Jordan faced, uh, shoot, sorry, it's taking me a second. He faced uh, Gary Payton. He faced uh, Karl Malone, John Stockton. You know what I mean? And when it came to finals, and then even uh, Kobe. I mean Paul Pierce, Allen Iverson. Yeah, 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 yeah. With their Jason Kidd. So. These great players were facing each other, but it felt like when it came LeBron's time, we never could get LeBron versus the next marquee guy. Now, the closest thing we got was LeBron versus Kevin. But every time the two play each other, one side's more lopsided than the other. The first time they played each other, Miami had more, and that that Thunder team was so young. And I blame the Thunder organization for not capitalizing on that young group of guys. They should have kept them three together and they would have won multiple championships. I said that then. Then when they faced each other when um Kevin got to Golden State, Golden State had four all star and five all stars starting on the court versus LeBron and his two. So um it's always lopsided. So we never got the 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 the, the ultimate Battle, you know, that last moment, two on two, give me the rock kind of thing. You know, <clears throat> I think if next year the Nets could just, you know, for one year, just have a great year, I, we could see Lakers, Nets, NBA Finals, and that would be spectacular. But unfortunately, the Greek freak may have something to say about that. Now that's interesting. We may get Jordan versus I mean, we may get LeBron versus the Greek freak, which in my case, which in LeBron's case, he better win. Because if he faces another young player that the conversation is, is he the best in the league right now and loses? You got to start reevaluating LeBron's career because LeBron constantly keeps facing guys that are supposed to be lesser than him that he keeps losing to, and yeah, you got to, you really got to start like, mm, and it all started with Kawhi Leonard. It really did. Kawhi Leonard's supposed to be tier two. LeBron's supposed to be tier one, and he lost. And then he plays the Golden State guys, and they're supposed to be tier two, and then he loses except for one. You know what I mean? So. You got to eventually, you got to start beating, like in Jordan's case, all those guys I mentioned, Jordan beat. All those guys I'm, Kobe mentioned, Kobe beat. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? You got to do the same thing. Either, you know, I, when we look back at LeBron's career and 
10 years, 20 years, it's going, the conversation is going to start changing. We're prisoners of the moment, but we're going to start picking apart. Oh, man, this is where he missed out here. This is his missed opportunity there. This is this. This is that. You know what I'm saying? And then we're, and then it's really going to be, is he top three or is he top five? Is he top 10? Uh, he won't fall at the top 10, but Right now, I think people think he's in the top three. I don't know if he's in the top three. It's a conversation for a different day than a show I'm actually currently working on. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, this last segment went on longer than I thought, but I like talking about it. I, <clears throat> the conversation, who's the best in basketball is always fun. <clears throat> and it's always fun because you can rely on numbers or you can rely on the eye test. Football is a little tougher because football is the ultimate team sport. Hockey. I don't know. I, I can't pronounce enough of their names to um, <laughs> talk hockey. I would love to, but those guys' names. Turf. Anyway, thank you all for listening. It's been fun. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, um, please subscribe. If you listen on uh, SoundCloud or Google Play, just become a friend. Be a friend. Hit the like button and you know follow and go rock from there. Just be a friend and follow. Um, Thanks a lot to big shout out to DJ Chase for whom this podcast would never exist. So go check out DJ Chase at um, djchasedigital.com. Go check out his website for uh, one of the best DJs in the world, not in America, but in the world. And then once again, shout out to the new up and coming DJ, uh, Hyed. Go check out his SoundCloud, H I. Ed <laughs> at his SoundCloud and go listen to him and follow him. Uh, this next song that we're gonna finish up is a mix made by Ed. So uh, check that out, put and uh, listen to that, and um, we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. I'm gonna take a week off, take like two weeks off, and just chill and uh, hang out with uh, the the lady and the dogs. And uh, you guys be cool, and then we'll be back with more. All right. Oh, by the way, be safe. Wash your hands. Um, shout out to all first responders, by the way. I meant to start the show saying that my mom is a first responder. So, you know, this the, we're all in it together, guys. This is not a black-white thing. It's not a, a woman-man thing. It's a people thing worldwide. So, um, you know, stand together. Be responsible. If you ain't got to go nowhere, don't go nowhere. Stay inside. You feel me? Stay inside. And um, we'll get at you guys. Deuces.
ball, baby. I'm looking for someone to call, baby. But right now I got a situation. Never open.